Well, hello again, friends, and welcome to the Shellac Stack. My name is Brian Wright, your host for this little program that features 78 RPM records from the first half of the 20th century. Normally I add that these are from my collection, but today it's a little bit different. I don't often have guests here on the Shellac Stack, but I'm delighted today to be joined by Jihoon Sok, uh, an amazing collector and just knowledgeable historian of all things, not just music, but um, really a broad scholar. And Jihoon has invited me to listen to some of his records today, and we've invited you along, and I hope you'll enjoy the program. It's going to be a little unusual because, Jihoon, you've picked out some classical selections today, but I'm getting ahead of myself. First of all, welcome to the program. Uh, thank you. Thanks uh, Thanks for having me. It's really, um, like, great. I'm really grateful for uh, being here. Well, it's nice to see you, and uh, let's go ahead and get started. Tell me what you have first. Um, so we'll begin our program with this lovely violin record by um, this Belgian violinist named Alfred Dubois. It's a piece by Debussy. I don't know how to pronounce it. Uh, La Pli de Coelente, uh, as slow as uh, possible, uh, from 1931. So let's begin with this. Thank you. 
What a nice record. That's Alfred Dubois, the violinist, playing Debussy's La Plus Galante. What a beautiful record. Sounds very, very nice. And uh, that welcomes you to this edition of the Shellac Stack. My name is Brian Wright, and I'm very pleased to be joined today by collector Jihoon Sok. We're at his place in Ann Arbor, Michigan. And Jihoon, just tell us a little bit about yourself. Where do you come from and what got you interested in collecting 78s? Yeah, believe it or not, I'm actually coming from South Korea, of all places. And uh, um, I'm, although I'm actually doing my PhD program in Michigan right now. Um, as for collecting 78s, I started pretty early because I used to know my great-grandfather, who was a wonderful man, uh, amazing man for his time. And he had like he actually had some 78s um, that he collected when, uh, when he was in college in the 1930s in Japan and over years uh, over the years I got hooked with the music all these musics and like strange music but you know very pleasant to listen to and um, yeah that's how I got into that and you collect all kinds of records I mean you've shown me some of the things you have everything from pop and jazz to big band to what we would call ethnic and operatic and classical uh, what do you attribute your eclectic tastes to or how do you explain that well, eclectic is the, is the right word for it and um i just like um you know like try to like seek out all these you know old stuffs from all different cultures and whatnot because i mean that's what like uh, what i really like to do in my uh, pursuit of like studying history so that's what it is all right well i'd like to talk to you a little bit more as time goes on about collecting and being a Korean in the United States and collecting and what that means for transporting these heavy, fragile items oh, around yeah. the globe. <laughs> That's got to have its own challenges. But oh, yeah, it was. Why don't we listen to a bit more music? And I see up next you've picked out a record by Antonina Neshtanova for us. Can you tell us a little bit about this? Uh, so this is a record uh, issued in, only in uh, Russia, and this is on this beautiful, like, Amor gramophone, as they call it. Uh, it has, uh, instead of having the nipper dog or whatever, it has uh, the cherubim, like, really colorful, like, um, printed um, drawings of a cherubim on the label. So that's why they call it Amor um, um, gramophone, like, um, pressing. It's a HMB, of course. Uh, it's a selection by Masne. Um, I don't know. It's also French. So I don't know how to pronounce it, but um, I think I saw a peek at this. It's Sevillana. Sevillana from like yeah, yeah. That's the uh, piece. The name of the aria. Uh, it's a basically a vocal gymnastics, and many sopranos, many early sopranos, in Nelly Melba, and much um, many others had recorded it. And but I think this is uh, one of the greatest versions of this particular aria. So all right, let's have a listen. <laughs> Oh, my God. 
So um, after we heard Nechtanova, uh, we heard two more vocal selections. Uh, one is by uh, uh, unmistakable um, voice, uh, Enrico Caruso, uh, accompanied by Geraldine Farrar. They were singing, that bo- uh, singing a, a lovely duet from La Boheme, Puccini's uh, uh, opera, of course. Um, also, Abe Fanchula. Um, Oh, you lovely lady. Uh, this was a very interesting record because it, this was never published. This was, um, pub- this was recorded in 1912, but it was never published. We don't know why, but uh, it was never um, became available. Although, so what is, pardon me for interrupting, but mm-hmm. if it was never published, where did you get your copy of the record? So in 1934, um, there was this organization called International Record Co- uh, Collectors Company, IRCC. It was um, like a subscription label that um, catered specifically for like um, like all these um, uh, people who appreciate old opera recordings. And they found a master. Uh, they still had the metal parts for it. And they just pressed it on uh, as a special issue. So that's what I, ha- that's what I got here. Oh, okay. 
And after that, and of course, we heard this uh, another wonderful record by um, Fedor Shalyapin, the great uh, Russian basso. Uh, that was beautiful, by the way. Yeah, just solo voice, no accompaniment. Yeah, there's no accompaniment, and it's like uh, it's a, such a strong, like passionate performance. Uh, it's I think it's pronounced Noshenka, and uh, the English title was given as the Lovely Night. Uh, it's actually on. It was actually recorded by um, the Russian H and B. Although um, the copy I have is on like what they call the opera disc, which is the German like quasi legal issue that came out <laughs> after uh, after the after the end of the First World War. So yeah, they're quite notorious for I think having pirated a lot of Victor uh, and H and V masters. Yeah. And uh, but you know they play all right. You know even though they are technically pirates, you know they are you know almost as you know good as the um, original Victors or H and B pressings I of the era. I think I remember reading somewhere that they actually would they had a process for plating directly from commercial copies. They would take a commercial Victor record sometimes, and they had a process for molding it and then yeah, pressing some of them are I think, and, but a lot of times m- m- uh, many of them came straight from the original metal parts anyway because they had like they were coming straight from the um, like uh, gramophone company um, factory in Hanover, Germany. So, hmm. well, I feel like I'm not dressed appropriately for these really fine records that we've got today. I'm used to something. Uh, a little more in the popular vein, but I'm enjoying this very much. Thank you so much, Jihoon, for sharing these records with us. Oh, thank you very much for like, uh, having me here. Anyway, maybe you can tell us what you've got next. So uh, we're gonna go for some instrumental records this time. Two of them. Um, to start off with it, um, uh, we'll play um, this Ukrainian um, cellist by the name of Gregor Piatigorsky. Uh, who plays this lovely number by um, like Lily Boulanger, um, who like um, who died pretty early, a, a female composer um, who was sister to Nadia Boulanger, I believe. And this record, as far as I can tell, has never been reissued in any other form. It was only recorded in it was recorded in Japan during his tour in Japan in 1936, and it was only issued there. And as far as I can tell, there was no reissues of it elsewhere. So this is a very rare record, you might say. Thank you. 
Okay, so after we heard uh, Piotrowski record, we heard uh, another interesting instrumental record by uh, Josef Joachim, who was a German violinist, a a great German violinist of the 19th century. He at the um, this was recorded in 1903, so presumably this is probably the oldest record we have in the batch. It sounded remarkably clear. Yeah, for what it is from 1903, and uh, the copy I have is obviously not original, which goes for like hundreds of dollars. This is a vinyl pressing uh, that was issued in the 1980s by Symposium Records in England. And they pressed it from the original oh, metal, metal parts, parts right? yes. So, um, um, great record. I'm happy to own like uh, about half of his recorded repertoire, and uh, besides, uh, besides this one. And we'll go straight up to um, some more vocal records this time. So we'll start off with our selection with Meta Zeinemeyer, uh, a great German like uh, soprano who th- tragically died too early uh, after um, having uh, leuke- uh, leukemia uh, and died at the mm. age of like in uh, mid in, in his in her mid thirties, I believe. Um, it's a it's actually her last recording ever made. It was recorded uh, in 1929, about four months before she passed away and uh it's this Libestrom. so i don't believe i've ever heard this song i'm looking forward to this yep
kind of leaves me in a trance that's absolutely beautiful that's roland hayes yep were you there yeah were you there uh this is also a very interesting record this is his private uh issue like it's never it was never available commercially it's pressed on the vinyl i think it was recorded around 1948 um but anyway so great record even though he was in his i think in his almost in his 60s by now and Mm. remarkable voice still i enjoyed that very much yeah and of course, there was an interesting catch in the middle because I, unlike vast majority of people who appears on 78, <laughs> this person we heard in the middle was is still pretty much alive. Uh, that's Roberto Arlagna, the, um, the tenor who is still much active, um, singing uh, this Italian number, Musica Proibida. It's actually um, a commemoration record for EMI Company Centennial, which was recorded uh, using uh, old acoustic uh, recording machines in 1997 so and you can see on youtube a video of the recording session for that disc yes, it's it really f- phenomenal to watch them set up this century old recording apparatus mm-hmm. and record a modern tenor yep. recording into the horn direct to wax and then they made vinyl pressings of that and yes you're fortunate to have a copy yes uh the uh, that video is actually coming up with this vhs tape uh, <laughs> that came with it uh, of course uh, but i have like better luck with playing the record rather than vhs so it's yeah. kind of funny and we started that set with meta Seinemeyer and a really nice vocal rendition of um, franz liszt's liebestraum 
Well, what have you got for us next? I see something here by the Royal Albert Hall Orchestra. Tell us about it. Yeah, so this is a, a lively rendition of Pope, uh, Pomp and Circumstance March by Edward Elga, and it's also conducted by the composer oh. and uh, recorded in 1926 in the Royal Albert Hall, obviously, and a great record and for its time, both um, you know, artistically and you know, sonically. <laughs>
boy, that started out at a brisk pace, that yeah. rendition of Pomp and Circumstance, a little faster than I'm accustomed to hearing it. But hey, yeah. it was Elgar conducting, so I guess yep. he can do what he wants. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I mean, he has his authority on it, right? Right. Well, we've got time for just a couple more on today's program. This has been so much fun, Jihoon. We'll have to have you back and do this again sometime. Oh, thank you. Um, I would love to. Because you've got so many more good records here, and I'd love to hear more of them. Tell me. I mean, i got so many other stuff. (laughs) Well, we have time for maybe one or two more. Uh, What's it going to be? So I'll end with this um, selections with a bunch of piano records. Uh, The first one is uh, Vladimir Dupakman, another great uh, pianist that I like uh, from the 19th century. uh, Very different, very uh, unique um, playing. Uh, He's doing um, two marjugas by Chopin and recorded in 1927 when he was 78 years old. Um, And the other one is another favorite pianist of mine, Walter Gizeking. Who, uh, who is playing another Duvisi selection. So we started with Duvisi and ended with Duvisi. So. Hmm. Well, let's listen. Thank you. 
Walter Gieseking at the piano and uh, Debussy Arabesque. That's a beautiful recording. I, I like his playing, and that's pretty early for him, right? Yeah, 1926? 1926. I think his, uh, it's one of his earliest records. Ah. Well, Jihoon, it's been so much fun this past hour. I thank you very much for opening your home to me and the rest of the Shellac Stack listeners and sharing these 78s of yours with us. Uh, as I said, we'll have to have you back on again because I know you've got many more goodies to share. Yeah, of course. Um, like, thank you for having me, and I really hope to see you uh, next time. Well, thanks, and I hope we'll see the rest of you all out there next time as well for more 78 RPM records on the Shellac Stack. If you'd like to write to me in the meantime, my address is shellacstack at gmail.com. Again, that's shellacstack at gmail.com. Thanks again, Jihoon. Thanks to all of you. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time on the Shellac Stack. Until then, take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.